Chapter Five of The Chimney Corner by Harriet Beecher Stowe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Chapter Five The Transition. The fact is, my dear, said my wife that you have thrown a stone into a congregation of blackbirds in writing as you have of our family wars and wants the response comes from all parts of the country and the task of looking over and answering your letters becomes increasingly formidable everybody has something to say something to propose give me a resume said i well said my wife here are three pages from an elderly gentleman to the effect that women are not what they used to be that daughters are a great care and no help that girls have no health and no energy in practical life that the expense of maintaining a household is so great that young men are afraid to marry and that it costs more now per annum to dress one young woman than it used to cost to carry a whole family of sons through college in short the poor old gentleman is in a desperate state of mind and is firmly of opinion that society is going to ruin by an express train <laughs> poor old fellow said i the only comfort i can offer him is what i take myself that this sad world will last out our time at least now for the next the next is more concise and spicy said my wife i will read it christopher crowfield esq sir if you want to know how american women are to be brought back to family work i can tell you a short method pay them as good wages for it as they can make in any other way i get from seven to nine dollars a week in the shop where i work if i could make the same in any good family i should have no objection to doing it your obedient servant Letitia. my correspondent Letitia does not tell me said i how much of this seven or nine dollars she pays out for board and washing fire and lights if she worked in a good family at two or three dollars a week it is easily demonstrable that at the present cost of these items she would make as much clear profit as she does now at nine dollars a week in her shop work and there are two other things moreover which she does not consider first that besides board washing fuel and lights which she would have in a family she would have also less unintermitted toil shop work exacts its ten hours per diem and it makes no allowance for sickness or accident a good domestic in a good family finds many hours where she can feel free to attend to her own affairs her work consists of certain definite matters which being done her time is her own and if she have skill and address in the management of her duties she may secure many leisure hours as houses are now built and with the many labor-saving conveniences that are being introduced the physical labor of housework is no more than a healthy woman really needs to keep her in health in case however of those slight illnesses to which all are more or less liable and which if neglected often lead to graver ones the advantage is still on the side of domestic service in the shop and factory every hour of unemployed time is deducted an illness of a day or two is an appreciable loss of just so much money while the expense of board is still going on but in the family a good servant is always considered 
when ill she is carefully nursed as one of the family has a family physician and is subject to no deduction from her wages for loss of time i have known more than one instance in which a valued domestic has been sent at her employer's expense to the seaside or some other pleasant locality for a change of air when her health has been run down in the second place family work is more remunerative even at a lower rate of wages than shop or factory work because it is better for the health all sorts of sedentary employment pursued by numbers of persons together in one apartment are more or less debilitating and unhealthy through foul air and confinement a woman's health is her capital in certain ways of work she obtains more income but she spends on her capital to do it in another way she may get less income and yet increase her capital a woman cannot work at dressmaking tailoring or any other sedentary employment ten hours a day year in and year out without enfeebling her constitution impairing her eyesight and bringing on a complication of complaints but she can sweep wash cook and do the varied duties of a well-ordered house with modern arrangements and grow healthier every year the times in new england when all women did housework a part of every day were the times when all women were healthy at present the heritage of vigorous muscles firm nerves strong backs and cheerful physical life has gone from american women and is taken up by irish women a thrifty young man i have lately heard of married a rosy young irish girl quite to the horror of his mother and sisters but defended himself by the following very conclusive logic if i marry an american girl i must have an irish girl to take care of her and i cannot afford to support both besides all this there is a third consideration which i humbly commend to my friend letitia the turn of her note speaks her a girl of common good sense with the faculty of hitting the nail square on the head and such a girl must see that nothing is more likely to fall out than that she will some day be married evidently our fair friend is born to rule and at this hour doubtless her foreordained throne and humble servant are somewhere awaiting her now domestic service is all the while fitting a girl physically mentally and morally for her ultimate vocation and sphere to be a happy wife and to make a happy home but factory work shop work and all employments of that sort are in their nature essentially undomestic entailing the constant necessity of a boarding-house life and of habits as different as possible from the quiet routine of home the girl who is ten hours on the strain of continued unintermitted toil feels no inclination when evening comes to sit down and darn her stockings or make over her dresses or study any of those multifarious economies which turn a wardrobe to the best account her nervous system is flagging she craves company and excitement and her dull narrow room is deserted for some place of amusement or gay street promenade and who can blame her let any sensible woman who has had experience of shop and factory life recall to her mind the ways and manners in which young girls grow up who leave a father's roof for a crowded boarding-house without any supervision of matron or mother and ask whether this is the best school for training young american wives and mothers hmm. doubtless there are distinct and thoughtful women who amid all these difficulties do keep up thrifty womanly habits but they do it by an effort greater than the majority of girls are willing to make and greater than they ought to make 
to sew or read or study after ten hours of factory work or shop work is a further drain on the nervous powers which no woman can long endure without exhaustion when the time arrives that such a girl comes to a house of her own she comes to it as unskilled in all household lore with muscles as incapable of domestic labor and nerves as sensitive as if she had been leading the most luxurious do-nothing fashionable life how different would be her preparation had the forming years of her life been spent in the labors of a family i know at this moment a lady at the head of a rich country establishment filling her station in society with dignity and honor who gained her domestic education in a kitchen in our vicinity she was the daughter of a small farmer and when the time came for her to be earning her living her parents wisely thought it far better that she should gain it in a way which would at the same time establish her health and fit her for her own future home in a cheerful light airy kitchen which was kept so tidy always as to be an attractive sitting-room she and another young country girl were trained up in the best of domestic economies by a mistress who looked well to the ways of her household till at length they married from the house with honor and went to practice in homes of their own the lessons they had learned in the home of another formerly in new england such instances were not uncommon would that they might become so again the fact is said my wife the places which the daughters of american farmers used to occupy in our families are now taken by young girls from the families of small farmers in ireland they are respectable tidy healthy and capable of being taught a good mistress who is reasonable and liberal in her treatment is able to make them fixtures they get good wages and have few expenses they dress handsomely have abundant leisure to take care of their clothes and turn their wardrobes to the best account and they very soon acquire skill in doing it equal to that displayed of any woman of the country they remit money continually to relatives in ireland and from time to time pay the passage of one or another to this country and whole families have thus been established in american life by the efforts of one young girl now for my part i do not grudge my irish fellow-citizens these advantages obtained by honest labor and good conduct they deserve all the good fortune thus accruing to them but when i see sickly nervous american women jostling and struggling in the few crowded avenues which are open to mere brain i cannot help thinking how much better their lot would have been with good strong bodies steady nerves healthy digestion and the habit of looking any kind of work in the face which used to be characteristic of american women generally and of yankee women in particular the matter becomes still graver said i by the laws of descent the woman who enfeebles her muscular system by sedentary occupation and overstimulates her brain and nervous system when she becomes a mother perpetuates these evils to her offspring her children will be born feeble and delicate incapable of sustaining any severe strain of body or mind the universal cry now about the ill health of young american girls is the fruit of some three generations of neglect of physical exercise and undue stimulus of brain and nerves young girls now are universally born delicate the most careful hygienic treatment during childhood the strictest attention to diet dress and exercise succeeds merely so far as to produce a girl who is healthy so long as she does nothing with the least strain her delicate organism gives out now here now there 
she cannot study without her eyes fail or she has headache she cannot get up her own muslins or sweep a room or pack a trunk without bringing on a backache she goes to a concert or a lecture and must lie by all the next day from the exertion if she skates she is sure to strain some muscle or if she falls and strikes her knee or hits her ankle a blow that a healthy girl would forget in five minutes terminates in some mysterious lameness which confines our poor sibyl for months the young american girl of our time is a creature who has not a particle of vitality to spare no reserved stock of force to draw upon in cases of family exigency she is exquisitely strung she is cultivated she is refined but she is too nervous too wiry too sensitive she burns away too fast only the easiest of circumstances the most watchful of care and nursing can keep her within the limits of comfortable health and yet this is the creature who must undertake family life in a country where it is next to an absolute impossibility to have permanent domestics frequent change occasional entire breakdowns must be the lot of the majority of housekeepers particularly those who do not live in cities in fact said my wife we in america have so far got out of the way of a womanhood that has any vigor of outline or opulence of physical proportions that when we see a woman made as a woman ought to be she strikes us as a monster our willowy girls are afraid of nothing so much as growing stout and if a young lady begins to round into proportions like a woman in titian's and giorgione's pictures she is distressed above measure and begins to make secret inquiries into reducing diet and to cling desperately to the strongest corset lacing as her only hope it would require one to be better educated than most of our girls are to be willing to look like the sistine madonna or the venus of milo once in a while our italian opera singers bring to our shores those glorious physiques which form the inspiration of italian painters and then american editors make coarse jokes about barnum's fat women and avalanches and pretend to be struck with terror at such dimensions we should be better instructed and consider that italy does us a favor in sending us specimens not only of higher styles of musical art but of a warmer richer and more abundant womanly life the magnificent voice is only in keeping with the magnificent proportions of the singer a voice which has no great no strain which flows without effort which does not labor eagerly up to a high note but alights on it like a bird from above there carelessly warbling and trilling a voice which then without effort sinks into broad rich sombre depths of soft heavy chest tone can come only with a physical nature at once strong wide and fine from a nature such as the sun of italy ripens as he does her golden grapes filling it with a new wine of song well said i so much for our strictures on miss letitia's letter what comes next here is a correspondent who answers the question what shall we do with her apropos to the case of the distressed young woman which we considered in our first chapter and what does he recommend he tells us that he should advise us 
to make our distressed woman Marianne's housekeeper, and to send south for three or four contrabands for her to train, and with great apparent complacency seems to think that course will solve all similar cases of difficulty. "'Well, that is quite a man's view of the subject,' said Jeanie. "'They think any woman who isn't particularly fitted to do anything else can keep house.' "'As if housekeeping were not the very highest craft and mystery of social life,' said I. "'I admit that our sex speak too unadvisedly on such topics, "'and being well instructed by my household priestesses "'will humbly suggest the following ideas to my correspondent. First, a woman is not, of course, fit to be a housekeeper, "'because she is a woman of good education and refinement.' second if she were a family with young children in it is not the proper place to establish a school for untaught contrabands however desirable their training may be a woman of good education and good common sense may learn to be a good housekeeper as she learns any trade by going into a good family and practicing first one and then another branch of the business till finally she shall acquire the comprehensive knowledge to direct all the next letter i will read dear mr crowfield your papers relating to the domestic problem have touched upon a difficulty which threatens to become a matter of life and death with me i am a young man with good health good courage and good prospects i have for a young man a fair income and a prospect of its increase but my business requires me to reside in a country town near a great manufacturing city the demand for labor there has made such a drain on the female population of the vicinity that it seems for a great part of the time impossible to keep any servants at all and what we can hire are of the poorest quality and want exorbitant wages my wife was a well-trained housekeeper and knows perfectly all that pertains to the care of a family but she has three little children and a delicate baby only a few weeks old and can any one woman do all that is needed for such a household something must be trusted to servants and what is thus trusted brings such confusion and waste and dirt into our house that the poor woman is constantly distraught between the disgust of having them and the utter impossibility of doing without them now it has been suggested that we remedy the trouble by paying higher wages but i find that for the very highest wages i secure only the most miserable service and yet poor as it is we are obliged to put up with it because there is an amount of work to be done in our family that is absolutely beyond my wife's strength i see her health wearing away under these trials her life made a burden i feel no power to help her and i ask you mr crowfield what are we to do what is to become of family life in this country yours truly a young family man my friend's letter said i touches upon the very hinge of the difficulty of domestic life with the present generation the real vital difficulty after all in our american life is that our country is so wide so various so abounding in the richest fields of enterprise that in every direction the cry is of the plenteousness of the harvest and the fewness of the laborers in short there really are not laborers enough to do the work of the country since the war has thrown the whole south open to the competition of free labor the demand for workers is doubled and trebled 
manufactories of all sorts are enlarging their borders increasing their machinery and calling for more hands every article of living is demanded with an imperativeness and over an extent of territory which set at once additional thousands to the task of production instead of being easier to find hands to execute in all branches of useful labor it is likely to grow every year more difficult as new departments of manufacture and trade divide the workers the price of labor even now higher in this country than in any other will rise still higher and thus complicate still more the problem of domestic life even if a reasonable quota of intelligent women choose domestic service the demand will be increasingly beyond the supply what have you to say to this said my wife seeing you cannot stop the prosperity of the country simply this that communities will be driven to organize as they now do in europe to lessen the labors of individual families by having some of the present domestic tasks done out of the house in france for example no housekeeper counts either washing ironing or bread making as part of her domestic cares all the family washing goes out to a laundry and being attended to by those who make that department of labor a specialty it comes home in refreshingly beautiful order we in america though we pride ourselves on our yankee thrift are far behind the french in domestic economy if all the families of a neighborhood should put together the sums they separately spend in buying or fitting up and keeping in repair tubs boilers and other accommodations for washing all that is consumed or wasted in soap starch bluing fuel together with the wages and board of an extra servant the aggregate would suffice to fit up a neighborhood laundry where one or two capable women could do easily and well what ten or fifteen women now do painfully and ill and to the confusion and derangement of all other family processes the model laundries for the poor in london had facilities which would enable the woman to do both the washing and ironing of a small family in from two to three hours and were so arranged that a very few women could with ease do the work of a neighborhood but in the absence of an establishment of this sort the housekeepers of a country village might help themselves very much by owning a mangle in common to which all the heavier parts of the ironing could be sent american ingenuity has greatly improved the machinery of the mangle it is no longer the heavy cumbersome structure that it used to be in the old world but a compact neat piece of apparatus made in three or four different sizes to suit different sized departments mr h f bond of waltham massachusetts now manufactures these articles and sends them to all parts of the country the smallest of them does not take up much more room than a sewing machine can be turned by a boy of ten or twelve and thus in the course of an hour or two the heaviest and most fatiguing part of a family ironing may be accomplished i should certainly advise the young family man with a delicate wife and uncertain domestic help to fortify his kitchen with one of these fixtures but after all i still say that the quarter in which i look for the solution of the american problem of domestic life is a wise use of the principle of association the future model village of new england as i see it shall have for the use of its inhabitants not merely a town lyceum hall and a town library but a town laundry fitted up with conveniences such as no private house can afford and paying a price to the operators which will enable them to command an excellence of work such as private families seldom realize 
it will also have a town bakery where the best of family bread white brown and of all grains shall be compounded and lastly a town cook-shop where soups and meats may be bought ready for the table those of us who have kept house abroad remember the ease with which our foreign establishments were carried on a suite of elegant departments a courier and one female servant were the foundation of domestic life our courier boarded us at a moderate expense and a servant took care of our rooms punctually to the dinner hour every day our dinner came in on the head of a porter from a neighboring cook-shop a large chest lined with tin and kept warm by a tiny charcoal stove in the centre being deposited in an anteroom from it came forth first soup then fish then roast of various names and lastly pastry and confections far more courses than any reasonable christian needs to keep him in healthy condition and dinner being over our box with its debris went out of the house leaving a clear field now i put it to the distressed young family man whether these three institutions of a bakery a cook-shop and a laundry in the village where he lives would not virtually annihilate his household cares and restore peace and comfort to his now distracted family there really is no more reason why every family should make its own bread than its own butter why every family should do its own washing and ironing than its own tailoring or mantua making in france where certainly the arts of economy are well studied there is some specialty for many domestic needs for which we keep servants the beautiful inlaid floors are kept waxed and glossy by a professional gentleman who wears a brush on his foot sole skates gracefully over the surface and leaving all right departeth many families each paying a small sum keep this servant in common now if ever there was a community which needed to study the art of living it is our american one for at present domestic life is so wearing and so oppressive as seriously to affect health and happiness whatever has been done abroad in the way of comfort and convenience can be done here and the first neighborhood that shall set the example of dividing the tasks and burdens of life by the judicious use of the principle of association will initiate a most important step in the way of national happiness and prosperity my solution then of the domestic problem may be formalized as follows first that women make self-helpfulness and family helpfulness fashionable and every woman use her muscles daily in enough household work to give her a good digestion second that the situation of a domestic be made so respectable and respected that well-educated american women shall be induced to take it as a training school for their future family life third that families by association lighten the multifarious labors of the domestic sphere all of which i humbly submit to the good sense and enterprise of american readers and workers End of chapter five the transition